0: happened last night you find out the morning after
1: let's do this thing All right, let's rock as Jurassic Park continues to rock and will rock uh, probably uh, for the next uh, couple of years, if not a decade uh, or so. I'm sure uh, sports fans in Toronto are hoping that it's not another 26 uh, years. Uh, between uh, championships, as very, very uh, strange uh, synergy. Uh, you know, you always hear the six, the six, because there's six boroughs um, in uh, in the Toronto area. So you hear about the six, the six, and um, uh, the uh, the Toronto Raptors win in six. And there's a lot of uh, videos, and there's a lot of hype this and stuff about the six in six and all that other uh, type of stuff. Some better than others, but this is pretty crazy. Um, The the Toronto Maple Leafs have not won a Stanley Cup uh, since 1967. It was then 26 years in between championships for the city of Toronto until the Toronto Blue Jays won. And it's just been another 26 years before the city of Toronto won another championship. So three championships for Toronto spread 26 years apart, uh, Joe. Numbers never lie. Joe Ranieri, who I will say... um, uh, thank you uh to Joe, only because uh Joe walked me uh back off the ledge of 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 the window on more than one occasion over the last two months yeah. during these playoffs mm-hmm. and uh here we are right now as the Toronto Raptors are champions, yes, and let us not all forget how they
2: been crushed. For being the voice of reason, daring to say, "Well, don't, don't, don't do it, Gabe. Like, just hold on. It's, it's gonna go longer than four, man. This is. Don't worry, you're gonna be all right." And then. Uh, no, no, look no,
1: at no, 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 no. no, now, now, I'm remembering actually. Now I'm mad at you because I told you I was gonna double up on the series, and you said, "Don't do it."
2: You were in five. You were doing it. <laughs> you were going to bet it in five.
1: Hey, you remember I talked about the six and plus one ninety-two? <laughs> all right, let's not live in the past.
4: Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to
5: 321321.
6: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech.
3: 400-0435-888-400-0435-andro400.com.
1: All right, the morning after. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, uh, Sports Byline Affiliates. Tune in, iHeart, everything else in between. We appreciate uh, you joining us uh, here this morning as we pick up the pieces following... The NBA Finals. The Toronto Raptors are champions uh, for the first time. The Golden State uh, Warriors um, have gone from dub dynasty to um, uh, to um, dub question marks uh, right now as they move uh, to San Francisco. Uh, Kevin Durant's status as a uh, as a player and as a warrior is unknown right now. Clay Thompson uh, kills himself last night uh, for this basketball team and. I don't know why they let him back in uh, the game to shoot the free throws and be running around the tunnel and stuff like that. If he had a uh, torn ACL or MCL and all this other crap, why is he running up and down the tunnel? Um, there's a lot of question marks, and you know, we'll get to all of that. But honestly, it seems to me that the Golden State Warriors were nearly flat-out freaking negligent, actually, throughout this, uh, this playoff. You guys have already won a million times, man. You know, not only, so you got all desperate. You sort of forced and put, like, little, you know, that pressure, the unwritten stuff, and don't tell me, oh, no, KD wanted to come back. I'm sure he wanted to come back, yeah. Um, You guys, you know, you could have just said, listen, it's not meant to be this year. It is what it is. But now, I don't know, you could, you know, KD might not even be a warrior. Clay Thompson might not play next year. And uh, and what, Boogie Cousins ain't playing for five mil again. Like, seriously, it's going to be Qu- Quinn Cook and Stefan Curry, and you guys going to be charging like five times the prices that you were in Oakland now in San Francisco? Oh, wow. Man, the NBA has really been turned upside down, man, and on its head. And even as I sit here in a Kawhi Leonard Raptor jersey, there's no damn guarantee that Kawhi Leonard is going to be a Raptor in two weeks from now. No guarantees. Uh, the NBA is there's um, you know the NBA has always been the most drama driven and gossipish type of league but holy crap get your popcorn out people over the next uh, couple of weeks because it's going down. Uh, but Joe, I just sent you a video here. First time I'm seeing this right now. Uh, I guess this post was posted at 2:39 uh, uh, 2:39 Pacific time, so about uh, 5:39 this morning. It's a, a video. Sheriff's deputy reportedly pushed and struck in the face by Toronto Raptor General Manager Messiah jury wow. Investigation underway. Incident caught on video. Now, I just sent you the video.
9: Yeah.
1: And, you know, I you don't see Messiah jury pushing or or, or or hitting a cop in the face. Let me see here. But you do see a cop trying to get at Masai Ujiri. And you do see Raptors personnel jumping in front of a cop. And I see Kyle Lowry running over and pulling Masai Ujiri away from a scuffle. As we talked about it, a insane, weird series of weird circumstances, injuries, smack talk, and everything else in between, Man. Come on, man. GMs getting into it with cops, um, uh, owners shoving players, Drake. Pretty crazy. Yeah, so here it is. Courtesy of an NBC uh, NBC affiliate. See, there's a cop. It's a cop, yeah. He held back. Cop. Now you see Masai Ujiri. You'll see him behind, sort of like standing in front of the cops, like what you, you know. See, Masai sort of going after the yeah. cop there more. Wow. Masai's talking with the cop. Kyle Lowry grabs him. How was that all about? Of course, every camera in the world. <laughs> ridiculous. I can't believe I'm only seeing this now, but you know, I wasn't up at 5:49. I was getting ready for the show. <laughs> and this kind of is just sort of popping more up more now. So the
2: cop got pushed. Like this guy is playing go-between between who and and. So
1: did you, Jerry, push him or so something? That he- guy—that's the allegation from the police. The Messiah Jerry shoved, shoved. Uh, wow. Sheriff's deputies re- reportedly pushed and struck in the face. Wow. By a man believed to be a Toronto Raptors executive, Messiah Jerry, as TMZ is now jumping on board. Wow. And they're really pissed, Canada One, bro. Damn. <laughs> Like this is.
2: Uh, Let me see if we can slow mo this here. By the time the guy gets, I don't. The camera there's no. Around, what yeah. The, what
1: the hell were you looking at, dude? <laughs> well, he probably. He's looking at the court, and then he probably people probably hear it. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, and he turned around right away.
2: Yeah, you can see you, get take a step
1: back. Here. Yeah, yeah, you see, that? and then you see this yeah. guy's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the gentleman of the Toronto Raptors.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry does look like he's pushing away from him, right?
1: jerry's also standing in a kind of menacing pose, like "What you gonna do?" type the dude of from thing. Barstool? See, Who's look, the guy look, next to him. Look, Masai's standing there, kind of like not backing down. Look at Masai. There's Masai in the suit, right there. You see?
2: Right. Who's the dude talking to Masai that's like trying to pat him on the back, like, "Hey, man, it's it's good."
1: Yeah. That's a Warriors that. executive or a warrior uh, No, like, no, hey, that's man, not man. an executive. Warriors. That's like an arena personnel type thing.
2: Wow,
1: because he came over
2: like, "Hey, it's okay." Now listen, it looks I'm like not. The cop had a problem. Like he's trying to tell him,
1: "Like, hey, leave him alone." Well, he's clearly, what <laughs> I I would imagine is <laughs> right. This is immediately after the game. Masai Jerry probably is like sort of stormed the court. Cop probably got in his face. Masai Ujiri probably pushed him a bit. <laughs> like that's
2: what I'm thinking too, because this looks like it happened moments after, right? It's yeah, no, this is like right, right
1: after the game. Yeah. Look at wow. Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Kyle Lowry's like, "Get your What a team leader Kyle Lowry is. Yeah. Get your. I don't be don't be doing that. This will go uh, away, Joe. So go. I'm, this will This this will go curious. away. They're they're yeah. not. Like, let's, yeah, I'm going to no. look more into this now as we go. I'm just getting this for the first time and love the uh love the shot behind you, Joe with the Raptors there.
2: I uh, all you, brother, and uh, in honor of you and the amount of money that we won this tournament, uh, fantastic. So they deserve their own uh, their own play. They
1: really conquered the Bay Area, bro. 4 and 0 at Oracle this year. But can we can we just for a second
2: talk about how unbelievably ridiculous these NHL and NBA playoffs are, where the home court and home ice advantage meant absolutely nothing. The First time un- in NBA Finals
1: history that a road team won five straight games in yeah. an NBA Finals series.
2: You, when you give the NHL, when you go to Stanley Cup in the NBA Finals, if you were a contrarian better, you're buying an island this morning, and you're retiring, and you're going, we're out of here, because nobody that was supposed to win on their own home quarter ice won. It was always the road teams, and that's just
1: unbelievable to me. Let me dig deeper. Um, okay, people say, well, you know what? Um, home ice doesn't really mean as much. Um uh, people, that's what people have said. I've heard people say, well, home ice means, uh, you know, hockey, um, home ice means is, uh, you know, the least out of any sport. Oh. I would almost argue baseball. You know, there's a few teams that have sort of a distinct advantage at home, but for the most part, but people all, oh, what do they say? Oh, no, well, football, home, home. Think about this year. As you mentioned, the St. Louis blues went six and seven on the road in the playoffs, Joe, and one, and won the Stanley cup 10 yeah. and three on the road. <laughs> It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Toronto dude. Raptors just beat. I don't care who damn played, Joe, the cheerleader right. suited up. Right. You're telling me the Warriors can't win one game on their home court? Crazy. The Raptors just swept them three okay. times. They beat them three times. I don't care who was in the lineup, not in the lineup. You're playing in Oakland, guys. Last year's ever, last series ever in Oracle. Raptors win every damn one. All right, NFL football, you play for home field. You mm-hmm. play for home field. Kansas City had home field in the conference championship game and lost in New England. Unfairly so, I thought. Rams, Saints were for that game. Mm. At the Dome. Dome, yeah. Road teams. Crazy. Road teams,
2: road teams, road teams. The, the Blues and Raptors, six and
1: one straight up and against the number on the road. Wow.
10: <laughs> in
2: the championship.
1: And both of them couldn't win. Both had a chance to win at home and couldn't do it.
11: (laughs) Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets?
1: Morning after Fantasy Sports, our radio network. Let's roll. The Toronto Raptors are NBA champions. The St. Louis Blues are Stanley Cup uh, champions. Uh, that dude in St. Louis uh, won $100,000, and uh, I won $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, in that range. But you know what, Joe? As you stated, it's been a hell of a run. It's been a fun run, and... I was sort of a day late, dollar short throughout the entire playoffs, but it was sort of meant to be Um, the way that it just sort of worked out that way that I was always like, I wish I could have bet more on this series, and I wish I could have bet that, but I'm going to Toronto for the buck game. Oh, I'm going to Toronto. And that last ticket I just bought, like, dude, $1,500, like after the fees and everything, uh, Mm $1,500, hotel, airfare, everything, um, partying, uh, expenses, It's about $3,000. And I sort of, like, I had to make a conscious, like, decision. Yeah, I could bet the game, or I could bet more. Because I was like, man, I really want to bet more, and I want to double down. I want to do this. I want to do that. But I knew I needed money to go to the game. Mm. And and I made the the decision as a fan. And, you know, we were going to get Paul Bovey on later. And, like, I was talking to Bovey about this. And it's like he said, he said, you know, the memories of being at these games and these sporting events – you'll never forget. He right. said, money is forgettable. Money is spent, right? That's why I decided to splurge and say, all right, you know what, uh, let's 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 do this. Uh, but hell, hell of a run. And we cashed... Uh, listen, against Orlando, they were monster favorites. So mm-hmm. against Orlando Magic, we didn't play the series uh, price because it was pretty big. Um, but we hammered the Raptors basically in every game. And... Um, They covered in in four of the five games. They were great money line line parlay uh, material for the first round of the NBA playoffs. So the Raptors were good to us. The under was great to us. They kept holding Orlando to like 88 points and stuff. Um, So the first round was great. The second round against the Philadelphia 76ers was the biggest sweat job of them all. And in hindsight, now that we look back, Joe, and this is coming from someone who watched every damn minute of the Raptors' playoff uh, run this year, By far, the most difficult uh, series was the Philadelphia 76ers series. Mm. And if that shot does not go in, that Kawhi Leonard took with his eyes closed, um, that, you know, the bounce of God, you know, Diego Maradona is the hand of God in soccer, like the bounce, the bounce of God, um, that that ball went in and the Raptors won. Because I'm telling you, the Raptors would have lost that game in overtime. Oh yeah. I don't believe that, you know, because they didn't have that pedigree that they have now, then even six weeks ago. Kyle Lowry's not the same guy that he is right now that he was six weeks ago, four weeks ago. You think Fred Van Fleet's the same guy right now? Right? Yeah, like right. they are they're, they're different, right? They've each they got stronger each with each and each game and each win and each series. But I'm telling you, that Philadelphia 76 ers look, they beat Orlando in five easily. They lost the first mm-hmm. game of the series, like they always do. Everyone laughed at them. They went on. They won the next four. They won a five. Um, they won the first game against Philadelphia. Lost the second game against Philadelphia. Lost the third game against Philadelphia. And uh, then Chris Broussard uh, started talking, and you sent me the video, and I'm going to get to that chair to get off my lawn" segment. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> so pissed me off. I was really concerned because I actually laid the 2:30 or whatever that time. I, I laid them. it. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll beat the Sixers. Sweat job from hell, all right? Yeah. It was hotter than hell, literally and fairly, that series. Intense back and forth. Raptors got smoked, man, in Philadelphia once. Um, it was tough. Milwaukee, they, you know, we took Milwaukee. Uh, we were underdogs. More free money, Joe, as underdogs. Everybody oh, yeah. abandoned ship after they were down to nothing, and I told everybody, settle down. I was never worried. I was never worried against the Bucks. I said settle down, man. They're going to go. You said the same thing. It's a series mm-hmm. doesn't start till you play at home. You lose at home. And yep. they went home, they won the next 4 games. They won the next two, they won the next 4 games. They got they sent the Greek freak uh, to uh, to Disneyland
12: <laughs>
1: and, and yep. uh, mini bumper car land. And and then and people, and this is what I want to get to too, John. And the Toronto Raptors were plus 230 underdogs, guys, to win this. Let's not forget this. Yeah. Kevin Durant was hurt when they set this number, Joe. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant had not played since May 8th. The Golden State Warriors were minus 320 favorites without mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. So I don't want to hear all this crap now about, oh, Kevin Durant wasn't there. Well, the oddsmakers knew Kevin Durant wasn't there. The Raptors just won his plus 230 underdogs. <laughs> all right? <laughs>
2: Let's not forget 14-1 to to start the season.
1: Kevin Durant was there earlier this year when they played. The Raptors Mm -hmm. won both times. The Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors played eight times this year, guys. The Raptors won six times. Mm -hmm. You saw the series. I saw Tim Ledger last night in the middle of the night on TV, ESPN. He said, you know, there was 264 minutes played in this series. Basically, the Raptors led Joe for, like, 256 of them. <laughs> like Crazy. Like, the largest yeah. deficit they had last night was four points. They went wire to wire in the other games. The Raptors, the only time they ever down is when they lost the other night. Like, you couldn't have <laughs> dominated. Like, seriously, you and I talked about it. Like, you look at the quarter total now. I did the, the, the final quarter take was uh, 18 and 6. Yep. 24 quarters played. The Raptors won 18 of them.
2: Crazy, absolutely crazy. The numbers were bearing out. I mean, the, the the better team, and that's what makes the NBA so unique, is that you can beat a team here or there, but in a seven game series, the better team is gonna win. Happens most of the time. And sorry guys, Toronto was, despite all of the drama and the headlines, Toronto was always the better team in this series. Always.
1: I think if Kevin Durant plays, we're going to seven games Sunday night.
2: You know what, that may be the, the worst part about this is that it would have been really fun to put both of these teams together, you know, fully constructed as they were healthy and let them battle. Because I do think it would have come down to a last second shot in a game seven.
1: Um, you know, at the same point in time, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard's really beat up. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. we're going to find out some stuff about his injuries or maybe not because he's not going to talk about it. I think uh, Kyle Lowry's been playing with like a broken thumb for the last three weeks. Uh, uh, there's been a lot of guys, look at Van Fleet, man, lost his teeth the other night. Um, you know, busted his face open. It was blood, sweat, and tears. It is what it is. And nobody has an asterisk next to any of the Warriors wins when Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving got hurt in the NBA finals. It's a war of attrition, right? That's part of it, Joe. Who's the last one standing, right? Mm. It's like Survivor, the TV show. Well, I would have won, but I hurt my foot in the forest and I got hungry. That's part of the show. That's the whole point.
2: Yeah, yes. That's the whole point.
1: I yeah. would have won, yeah, but you know, uh, you know, I got hurt. That's well, shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know, that that's sports. That's sports. You know, nobody's shedding any tears for the Golden State. Oh, yeah, Boohoo. Oh, you didn't have Kevin Durant. Oh, you mean you only had Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Boogie Cousins. and mm, Andrew Andrew, okay. and Draymond Green. All right, oh yeah, yeah. Let me get my violin out here. Yeah, you poor thing. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's like the dream team, You asked the first one, Joe. Wow, Carl yeah. Malone was hurt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I mean, what championship team has never had some things break their way and you you know, you got to get a certain amount great of breaks call. in order to be able to make a
1: run. It's I mean, every God, every, every champion chip coach, great call, Joe. Every champion player and coach will tell you what's it yeah. take to win a championship? You got to get lucky. Yeah, absolutely. They all say the same thing. Nah, they said, you got to have a great team. You <laughs> got to do everything right. And then mm-hmm. you got to get lucky. So true. St. Louis Blues, you know, a post here, there. The Bruins dominated them in the first period. Yeah.
2: Well, you know this, Gary. The same thing with with poker players. Like, you, you want to win that bracelet. You can be the best poker yeah. player in the world.
1: You don't get the cards. You ain't winning. It's that simple. Yeah. Betting. Yeah. Sports betting. Don't care. Oh, you were lucky to get the win. Yeah. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. At the no, window, no. they don't ask you. Well, sir, were you lucky? Did you did? You, how did you, How did the game end? A win's a win. Exactly. Look at baseball. You played baseball, the luckiest and unluckiest sport of all sports. You could oh, yeah. drill a freaking baseball. in mm-hmm. Your best swing of your life, Joe. Line mm-hmm. drive. Out.
2: Right at the guy.
1: Yeah. Bam. <laughs> <Damn, like. laughs> <laughs> and sometimes some guys, it happens for like a month in a row, right? Yeah, bam, bam, absolutely. bam. You know, you see it. Uh, you know, what's that stat? Uh, well, uh, I'm forgetting. These all these baseball new stats, but um, you know, hard hit balls to, to guys in yeah. position type thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Was it yeah. RSIP or what's it called? Whatever mm-hmm. it's called, I don't know. Uh, maybe Sussman or a Frank. The, the baseball guys can uh, tell me what I'm missing out on. This. You know what I'm talking about, but I saw. I saw. I had money on a baseball game last week, Joe, and. Uh, I gave up a run because it was the stupidest little squib down the third baseline, bro. And it was one of those that I knew I was screwed right away. I was like, oh, God, F me. And sure enough, you know, the third base, I had no choice but to just hope it went foul. That's it. And then it hit the base, and he picked it up all pissed off. It's like, Mm -hmm. and the next batter comes up, smokes one to center field, but it's caught. And you know that's how they got their running. I'm like, oh, like it's like that's like life, yep. that's the way life is. Mm-hmm. yeah, how many and I hate to sound like you know that be like I'm not being negative and and uh, I don't want to be a dream crusher, but it's true, like how many people like work extremely hard, nine to five mm-hmm. put everything that they have into it, and how many other people I don't know. Got lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, my sister married the executive of the real estate company, and you know now I, I run this region. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, well. Like, part of the lucky gene pool. Yeah. yeah. I am not part of the lucky gene pool, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that you much win that is, that
2: is lotto, a fact.
1: No. Yeah. Let's <laughs> not so get carried away. Raptors' first team I like won a championship since, like, 1989.
2: (laughs) Love it.
13: Eight hundred nine six
4: one thirty six thirty one. 961 3631 Eight hundred nine six one three six three one. 961
10: 3631 800-961-3631 961 3631 Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion 2017 World Number One Me personally? I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story?
0: Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
2: Let's swing to the fences playing daily fantasy baseball as long as we're talking about it. With who? Dailyroto.com. We've already got our great Daily Roto lineup optimizer. User that won a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKing tournament. Why don't you become one of the countless number of people who have already won thousands of dollars playing DFS? If you're playing MLB DFS and you're not using DailyRoto.com, you're basically doing it wrong, guys. Enter the promo code FNTSY. You get a 10% discount. Get the lineup alerts, the projected ownership percentages, the weather updates, the fantasy projections, and more importantly, the use of those same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have already produced millions in DFS winnings. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto premium package only at DailyRoto.com. The promo code FNTSY. Go get your 10% discount and do it today.
1: Uh, thank you very much, Joe Ranieri, and I see the uh, the lovely Sooner Lisa Um, in the chat uh, right now saying, uh, now, and she's been very supportive of the Raptors, just as I've always been supportive of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I've actually always thought they're sort of similar um, teams, uh, the Raptors and the Thunder. Oh, nobody wants to stay there. Nobody wants to play there and and all that type of crap, despite the fact they have star players there all the time. But nevertheless, um, she says, uh, but now that the Raptors have won, can we please stop talking about Drake? And yes, I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll bring Mick in in a second, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rain on anybody's parade. I don't want to start any feuds or be negative or anything like that. But um, you know, the fact of the matter is, there are a lot hard more hardcore Raptor fans than Drake. Like the mm-hmm. the Maestro Fresh West guy has been around, man, for 24 years, not not six years. All right, Drake. Let's be real. All right. Drake used the Toronto Raptors for his own marketing uh, purposes and has two new singles coming out this morning, Joe. Mm-hmm. What a, what a, what a, what a, what a coincidence, right? I'm sure that's, yeah. you know, because I know Drake just decides to release material, like, just out of the blue like this. Mm-hmm. Um, And the fact is, I, uh, I'm just being real right now. The guy's got Golden State Warrior tattoos. Joe, look, look I, I, there's no Warrior tattoos. Nothing. Kevin Durant's not on my belly, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have a tattoo of Steph Curry on my ass. No, mm-hmm. no tat here. oh. Uh, uh, I'm a big Raptor fan, Shocking. but oh uh, here's a piston tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Drake's a Raptor fan. Like uh, he's a Kentucky Wildcat fan, you know? Listen, I agree. The Raptors, and I'm just being I'm being dead serious. The Raptors. The Raptors, you know, were not a hip organization. Like, as far as brand name recognition. We'll get to this after, and I'll tell you the Drake story for real, why Drake and the Raptors came to be together. He has helped the Raptors a lot, and he has brought a ton of new fans with them, though. Not disputing that. Not disputing that. But he's also probably made millions of dollars off of this as well. As has that card dealer that's a super fan. All yes. right? We're going to get to that, too. I call it like I see it, and you're not like I see it, like it freaking is. Mick Goss, he steps up and in. Mick, were they partying in Edmonton last night?
12: I oh, don't know, mate. I was sitting at home watching on TV because I didn't want to miss any of the games. So I really enjoyed it. I'm a fan, mate, but congratulations.
1: Well, you didn't see you know on that. the news that people were partying?
12: Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I woke up this morning wondering if Toronto wrecked their city, so I hope they didn't do that and carry on like some of the crazy guys in America when they ruined their city. That's stupid, but congratulations to you, because you're a hardcore fan. I'm a fan, mate, but not as hardcore as you, so congratulations to all the Raptors fans. The trophy coming up north outside the U.S. Yeah, that's fantastic. Love that.
1: All right, hold on. I see somebody in the chat, Trey Young, saying Antonio Davis should have been on the podium. Antonio Davis can go F himself, bro. <laughs> There's a reason he wasn't welcome back and, and, and invited to any of the games, bro. AD, come on. Yeah, AD. Why don't we give a ring to Chris Bosh, too? And you know what? I'm glad, Bosh. Sorry, Mick, I was going to get this. I got a lot to get off my chest. I'm glad, Chris Bosh, that when you left Toronto and you said that, you know, it's nice to be uh, back up uh, Ah, uh, back, uh, you know, in my—it's nice to be in Miami. Um, you know, there's more people like you. Not as many immigrants, I believe. The line you use, and yeah. uh, and then you said about how you know funny smells in Toronto, but mm. you, you know you didn't say that when uh, when you wanted us to vote for you for the All-Star game all the time. But then <laughs> the best part is, you said—and there's a quote—I'm going to find it. You said it doesn't bother me that people say that I just joined LeBron to get a ring, I got a ring. And he said, doesn't bother me that I didn't stay and do it myself. Well, you know what, bro? The fact that you have to sit here and watch try to win with a real team that did it themselves is even more justifiable. But screw Antonio Davis, never been a, a – I don't know what it is with basketball players named AD, but they're all jerks. Uh, all right, go on, Mick.
12: Yeah, mate, I feel glad for you, and i tell you what, I don't know, I always see, I'm trying to work out where they are today, because they're obviously going snowboarding, I've got my snowboarding in the background, got my snowboarding boots here, they're wearing the snow goggles, so I hope they're up at Whistler right now, that's obviously what they're doing, <laughs> so I don't know why they wear these snow goggles, they goggles, come on, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> well, Mick, you never won wanted- Mick, when you played AFL uh, footy?
12: Of course, mate, we're not walking around with snow goggles on. I mean, why is it? I presume it's so they don't get champagne in their eyes. It burns your eyes. Oh, I know, that. so what, partying? And- it burns what? your eyes. Oh, that's weak.
1: What do you that's think, joke. Joe? <laughs> Come
3: on. <laughs> Who wears goggles?
12: <laughs> Who wears goggles?
1: People that are swimming in alcohol.
12: I, let's say snowboarding, mate. Snowboarding,
1: hey, mate. I don't know about goggles, Mick, but I've been with you when you're drunk. You should wear a helmet. <laughs>
12: <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's put go there. I know that. I know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, wouldn't we'll be talking about who wears goggles. And I'm sure you've worn beer goggles before, Mick, too.
12: Yeah, 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 the Aussie beer's worse, I've told you that. The Aussie beer's way worse for the beer goggles, but hey, I'm a bit worried about these Nike glasses, they might what? see on explode on me.
1: What, you get money from Nike to plug that? You got Nike glasses? There we go, well,
12: there's a Nike sign he on even gets
1: a, He gets a swoosh, in even, Joe, this guy. Of course, exactly. So I just want to know how Australian beer makes for um more dangerous beer goggles, Mick, than, like, Canadian beer, or, like well american beer is not beer really so um so like any other real beer man what what is it about australian beer that makes the goggles worse
12: oh mate when you get a beer in australia it's that much froth on the head so there's a lot more oxygen in the beer carbonation <laughs> so it goes straight to your head and oh have had way worse hangovers mate. headaches next day swimming in the ocean trying to uh, cure the head but yeah you chew your arm off some mornings and get going but hey that was in my younger days i'm calmed down now mate
1: right so i still you know i just i asked a simple question off the top i said people did people party in edmonton you're like i don't know i didn't go out i watched at home did you see on the news was there a viewing party was there people on the streets mick
12: yeah, there was. There was a viewing party that knew uh, the new Edmonton uh, team in the Canadian Basketball League. They had a viewing party there last night down at the old uh, Expo Center. So, yeah, the National...
1: You got to love Basketball that, Joe. League. I asked him, were they partying in Edmonton? I don't know. I was at home. <laughs> I don't know. I had goggles on. <laughs> I wish I had. That's the craziest thing to me, too, that I was sober for the win last night. Yeah. Same here. <sighs> I think I'm gonna have a few this afternoon though. You know, we're gonna, you know, we have to get a little bit uh, since we're still on this high right now. Monday's the parade, guys. It'll be on live when we're on live. It's 10 a.m. and then uh, we'll move on on Tuesday. We'll get into the NFL, NBA free agency, and all that, all that other stuff, uh, all that other cool stuff, uh, Mick. So, uh, you got some AFL picks for us, Mick?
12: Oh yeah, I have, mate. Uh, the best two games have already gone. So I'll be honest, the games on the board are wow—they're well, not real good. I'm not real sure, but take uh, take on a on a three-way parlay, take the Saints, the Dockers, and the Bulldogs to win. Oh, they're tough games this week. So maybe put those three together and have a crack at making you know a decent odds. But yeah, there's some interesting games. The Saints are back from China. They played in China and got belted over there by the Port Adelaide Papsmears. They're up at Townsville, which is way up north of Australia. They're playing in the country, Townsville. Big tourist place up there. The Saints should get that done, mate.
1: The Saints come marching in. All right, uh, Mick, um, I don't know if you're aware of this. uh, I think you know, uh, Joe, Mick's a big, uh, big uh, Denver Bronco uh, fan. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, f- football season's around the corner, Mick.
12: Yes, mate. And I'll tell you what, Joe, this is why you're going to love working with Gabe because me and him, we're international, mate. Basketball's gone. Hockey's gone. We got baseball. We got CFL starting again tonight. And we got Aussie footy. So, yeah, there's lots of CFL going
1: started on, last Joe. night. <laughs> yeah,
12: yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Well, say. it starts here tonight. starts here tonight.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, man? yeah. You're going to the game? I guess oh, so. Of course, mate. Yes. Watch. Okay, Joe, you got to follow Mick on Twitter tonight during the game. I can't wait. (laughs) You got it. He'll be periscoping all night, and he will see maybe what? Like, out of the game, you'll see about two minutes. Do you see the kickoff?
12: (laughs) Mate, it's a great game. Like, well,
1: you'll see, Joe. Like, Mick basically just gets drunk in interviews, like, drunk fans, like, all night. Awesome. You can, like, tweet Mick in the middle of the game. What's the score, Mick? He'll be partying in Edmonton? I don't know. They'll be like, I don't know, I'm in the stadium, but I don't know, like. <laughs> so Mick, are you uh, late? What's what's the pick tonight? My Montreal Alouettes, and i just realized I'm actually on a roll. The West Coast Eagles did win the title. The Raptors win the title. I'm telling you right now, Joe, I'm gonna take the shoe off a little bit later on again. All right, we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna keep it going. But I'll tell you right now, my Montreal Alouettes will not be winning the Grey Cup this year. But they might cover that 10 points tonight, Mick.
12: (laughs) Yes, you're right. And Joe, Mike Sherman, the old Green Bay Packers coach, he was fired up here this week. They've got Kahari Jones at quarter, at uh, coach, but the Alouettes have been rough the last few years. But yes, mate, they might cover. It's a plus 10 spread. Take the Eskimos to win. But the CFL, the first couple of weeks, you got to work out who's who. Rippenton got a ton of new players, new quarterback, new whole new receiving core. So you just don't know. Maybe take the uh, Owls on the plus. Eskimos to win.
1: Oh, I see. All right, uh, Mick. Good stuff, uh, buddy. Follow to me mix.
12: over the under
1: 51. They're going to score Four, top uh, points.
2: Is there any defense played in this uh, in this league?
1: Man, I Joe, we left a winner on the table last night uh, with the total. It was really bad weather in Hamilton too. Oh. I'm telling you, Joe, I'm going to crush the CFL. We're we're. Uh, are right. I'm not just saying this. You know where we're in, and a good thing about it is, uh, games are on. The games on ESPN2 tonight, Joe. What is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, every every CFL game this year is on ESPN or uh, ESPN2, or ESPN News, or ESPN Plus. And only one game on the Plus a week. So three of them are actually on TV, TV um, throughout the season. So it's great coverage uh, for the Gamblers. It's a very, very fun league. And if you have any questions about the weird rules, feel free to uh, to ask me about uh, the single point uh, rule.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm shocked you got to worry about weather this time of year, but
1: apparently you do, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, storm and lightning. Like that. okay. All right, uh, Mick, uh, may the winners be yours, buddy.
12: All right, and uh, Kawhi Leonard, you can borrow my snowboard and boots because you're a legend, Ben Fleet, Lowry, everyone, congratulations. Hold on, hold on, that Mick, Mick. I really thought good.
1: I thought, like, wouldn't you, shouldn't you be buying his shoes? Like, why, you said he could buy your stuff? Well, you have a line of snowboards out now?
2: But at a discount, though, right, Mick? At a discount. What, what you,
1: you got a snowboard behind no. you there, too? What's up with yeah. that? Look at that. You got night tennis night rackets, night, snowboards. Night. Yeah. snowboards. Yeah. I'll kick your ass on the hill, too. We ought to do a snowboarding competition. Let's go. Oh, no. We got to play tennis
2: and go skiing. No, oh, I'll break no. my
1: leg doing that. I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting on any hill. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> I can play tennis. I can't. I'm not doing that. I can skateboard. At least I could. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Always fun with Mick Ossie. Thanks, Mick.
12: All right, go, I'll, Mick. Throw that, I'll throw that boomerang at you, too, if you're not care. Oh no! It
1: boomeranged you.
11: Eight hundred five seven oh nine six three one. That's eight hundred five seven oh ninety
1: six thirty one. Pretty, uh, creative and uh, clever tweet from. The Canadian Border Services uh, Agency, sort of like uh, uh, Homeland Security, TSA, etc. They tweeted at the Raptors, anything to declare with a picture of the Larry O'Brien trophy? Mm. I like how Kawhi Kawhi dropped it. Uh, He goes, man, it's all about getting the Larry OB. (laughs) The Larry OB. (laughs) Never heard it like that before. So Kawhi Leonard did smile after a couple of times last night for the record. If you saw it, he didn't laugh, did he? Because he has an awkward laugh.
12: Remember that whole you guys thing? Guys in his
1: laugh. <laughs> He's screaming <laughs> though at the end of it, boy. Good for him. Yeah, no, for him. he did. Yeah. And uh, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi had his uh, his groove on uh, after the fact. 27 years old and uh, now a two-time NBA <laughs> champion. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now a, a two-time NBA champion. And a two-time NBA Finals MVP, yep. only at the age of 27, um, joins um, LeBron James. And uh, I think there was one other player, actually. There's a lot of that stuff yeah, going down yesterday. So LeBron and this and that and joins this. Basically, he's only, I think he's only the third guy. He's the third guy to win an MVP with two different teams in the Finals, Joe. Yep. Kyle Lowry as well, twenty-five yeah. and ten last night. Kyle Lowry, just the third player in NBA history to have twenty uh, or more and ten assists or more in an NBA Finals clinching win. The other player, Michael Jordan. The other one, LeBron James. So for all you Kyle Lowry out there, let's see—he's uh, got uh, five-time All-Star, uh, <laughs> Olympic gold medal, uh, NBA champion. 25 and 10 in the clinching game, and really set the tone off the top, Joe, with those first eight points of the game. When I uh, said yesterday we need somebody else to be aggressive, yeah. Kyle was aggressive early, gave them that lead early, and gave everyone confidence. Anybody here from Demar Derozan yet? No. Uh, Kyle Lowry definitely has. Yeah. Absolutely. And now we'll get them on the road. Demar's gonna get a ring at some point. As long as Popovich gets his ego out of the way and gets, like, some other players in there.
8: Is really a war against us all,
11: but the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's
0: 800-932-5517. What the f*** happened last night? You find out the morning after.
1: Let's do this thing. The morning after. I got to tell you, I, wish, uh, I don't know if it's because uh, the Raptors won, but I'm having fun this morning. Man, too bad we just can't win a championship every night, but we can win money every night, and that's what we're mm-hmm. going to be here for you for. Um, I'm not going to lie. wait like weight lifted off your brother, right? Yeah, like it is. Giant yeah, it's bait. sort of like it's over. There's no more. Oh, God, when's the yeah. game? Nine o'clock Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Right. Plus, I, like, I'm like. i like, yeah, I got to go cash those tickets. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I got to Yeah, it's like... And I got to go cash those tickets. Um, no, but I, and all kidding aside, just it's nice as a fan to finally be rewarded after, you know. And it's not about me. There's always going to be a bigger fan out there. It's it's about all of us fans out there. But, man, like, I got to tell you, like, I remember like, being outraged in, like, 2002, you know, the Vince Carter shot. And. I remember being mad that they chose Jose Calderon over TJ Ford, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been through, like, every little, like, you know, oh, Marcus Camby's leaving. You know? like I was there. You know, yep. I was there in year one. I went to a game in year one. I lived in Montreal. I went to a game in Toronto in year one. And it just built up, and... I swear, guys, I've probably been to, like, 25 playoff games over the years, man. We probably lost about 20 of them. <laughs> like, I was there in the building, like, so many times on uh, Nets win, Knicks win. Uh, I think Orlando beat us. Washington slapped us. Uh, you name it. Uh, heartbreakers. Cavaliers, eh. and LeBron, Joe, where we were really good mm. but couldn't beat him. Yep. Um, I'm I'm going to admit, I had, like, one of my biggest meltdowns ever. Ever, ever. Not just, like, mad after a game, but, like, I broke down type stuff. Like, I was extremely wasted. It was an emotional journey. And people in my life were dying and stuff. And the Raptors lost at the buzzer to the Cavs. And I just couldn't take it, bro. Like, I literally walked out of the arena. Like, you know, I had a t- I like tears, kicking things, screaming. Like, you know, like like life breakdown type stuff, Joe. Not just, like, yep. a game. Yep. Like, complete, like... You know, we're never gonna win. I'm always this so oh, we're always just gonna lose. We're losers. You know what I mean? It's that the microcosm of my life. Yeah, yeah, you know, know the drill, right? You're a jet fan, <laughs> <Exactly>. so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it well. Know it I'm well. a Bills fan too, right? So it yeah it, it, it builds on you, bro. It
2: does. <laughs> Weighs on you.
0: Yep.
6: Studentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows
0: finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job.
7: More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the
0: skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed Screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job.
7: Three million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits.
2: Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000?
8: I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen.
1: All right, morning after continues, and I just realized, man, I didn't call Teddy back. I was on the phone with Teddy a couple of days ago or last week. My battery died, but he's not going to believe me. But I swear to God, my phone doesn't work right now. You know how many text messages I must have missed last night? People must think oh, I'm a like a jerk. He doesn't get back to me after the Raptors even win. I have two phones. I have a Canadian and uh, and a Verizon. I got two two numbers, two phones. Neither of them are on right now. Ooh. Neither of them are on right now, and uh, and they haven't been for like a day or so. I told you, it, uh, going to Toronto wiped me out earlier in the week. <laughs> they, they, they needed to win Monday, uh, but um, we're going to be going to the FanDuel Sportsbook, and we're going to be cashing a Kawhi valuable player ticket at plus 245. And let's bring Teddy in right now. And Teddy, all this crap about, ooh, this and this guy was hurting, oh, Kevin Durant and this and that. The Golden State Warriors were minus 320 favorites when the series uh, came in. I got plus 230 on the Raptors, all right? Uh, people before never bitch, oh, they don't need Kevin Durant. They're 33 and 2 without him and all this type of stuff. It is what it is, and the Raptors are champs. What's up, Teddy?
7: <laughs> Let's see. How are you today, buddy? Good to see you. Now, let me ask you this Is your life the Raptors won that ticket and more than, more than that I have to commend your professionalism for being on and in because I'll tell you what a lot of the guys that I know from Toronto and I was hanging out with a bunch of them last night they're not doing anything this morning I'm lucky <laughs> to be up this morning. there was a big party last night
1: yeah I thank you yeah, thank you Teddy I've, I've matured I was actually sober last night but on the plus side I actually remembered a game I'm gonna remember it and I swear, dude, I remember, and I always tell people, I remember when I saw a Red Sox fan win, and he was an older gentleman, and he said, now I can die happy. And I thought, well, if the greatest moment in your life is a bunch of dudes that you'll never meet and could give two craps about you, won a baseball game, I don't know what kind of life you had, right? And that's kind of the you know, the dickhead look way of looking at it, in a sense. I remember when Michigan won the basketball. I was really happy. I remember when Michigan won with Tom Brady, Teddy. And, you know, Teddy's a Michigan guy. I was so into it. And about 10 minutes after it was over, I was like, well, I better get on with my life now. Like, I'm not getting a ring. <laughs> like, I started, like, it settled in, Teddy. Like, you know, well, It really doesn't change your life at all. I'm not lying right now. This is as happy as I've ever been for a team winning before in my life. Right on. And... I have a. I don't get a lot of joy out of things in life. I wish I should. I should get more, maybe. But I got goosebumps right now. I'm generally happy as hell as a fan. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I'm genuinely just, you know, Teddy man. When I lived in Vegas, bro, when you down there in 2012, I was known in Vegas as Raptor guy. Yeah, dude. I mean, people are like, you know, "Where's the ball guy with the Raptor jacket at?"
7: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When your team wins the championship and they've never won before, it can literally be a life-altering incident. You know, and obviously you. Of 40, I'm on the wrong side of 50. So we've been <laughs> through this stuff before, but I remember the Mets won the World Series in 86, and for me, that was a game changer. You know, it walked around feeling different because I've been such a loser my whole life because all my friends were Yankee fans and the Yankees were winning titles and the Mets stunk and the Mets finally won the World Series. I'm like, Yes, I have a title to celebrate. So, so kudos, man. I hope you enjoyed it last night and I hope you enjoy it moving forward. It's something you guys finally and overcome a lot little- to do it. Win the title, but oh, the Warriors were bagged up. Yeah, they were. Didn't matter. You guys won it. Although <laughs> last night they lost it every bit as much as you won it. Uh, what do you think of when Curry had a wide open look from three?
1: Uh, I sort of felt like it can't happen to us again. I was actually at the game on Monday, uh, huh. Teddy. So all right, so let's let's move forward uh, right now. And I know so generally, Teddy uh, probably be with us now. You know, for maybe that'll be the last time Teddy shuts it down in the month of July. Yeah. Uh, the playbook is out. Mark Lawrence's playbook is out. We began a College of Football preview last week with the American Athletic uh, Conference, and we're going to go week by week through this. So what do you tell the gamblers right now? Um, you know, besides baseball, are you looking for futures? You and I have talked about the book hanging on for so long. Do you like win totals more? Do you like the division futures more? Uh, our college conference futures uh, give us some uh, give us some gaming advice on the way out here, Teddy. Sure. I mean, my, my bread and butter when it comes to
7: futures is win totals. All right. And the reason I love win totals is because there's only two outcomes. They go over or they go under. When you talk about divisions, you have however many teams that can win. Four teams in the NFL conferences. There's you know eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen teams that can win a conference. <laughs> you know, uh, but with win totals, it's real simple. You go over, you go under, you push. So there's not as much room for the books to take
1: variables, to yeah.
7: So I love win. I really do. And for the NFL, it's something I I mean I spent also I've spent the last two months working on it and I'll be working on it in July because uh, you know the track record with those is really, really good long term. College not so bad either. So win totals is my bread and butter and that's what I spend a lot of time on over the next six weeks.
2: Well, yeah, looking at uh, baseball, uh, Teddy, as a lot of guys, uh, you know, will start diving into this now that uh, the NHL and basketball is over. Uh, You know, I just had this conversation with with somebody else about this idea that uh, guys like Giolito, for instance, going tonight against the Yankees, the White Sox or Verlander just a couple of nights ago. Um, every time they pitch, guys are like, oh, it's, it's, they're going to win. It's, they're going to go 38 and 0 here, Teddy. So, when is the right time to start maybe uh, looking for that regression, looking to fade guys like Giolito tonight against the Yankees? Uh, when do you pass, or do you just keep riding it until they lose? I mean,
7: frankly, the time to, to, to look to fade those guys is A, when the markets have ridiculously caught up, but B, when they show signs of regression. When you have a red hot pitcher. Like Giolito's been for the last you know what month and a half? Mm. Uh, like Verlander's been from day one this season. There's plenty of games on the board, you know, fifteen plus games on a daily basis. Those aren't guys. there aren't games you have to get involved with there. certainly aren't pitchers that you have to fade. So uh, I'm not a huge fan of stepping in front of the hot pitcher like a Giolito. No, if I'm not backing him. I'm gonna leave the game alone.
1: Um yet it's the Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees. And um, you know, depending on your book, you could be getting the Yankees as an underdog. Yeah, you get the Yankees as an underdog against Chicago White Sox. Lito has just been unbelievable, guys. Yeah, you can't you can't, you can't fade him right now. Nine uh, and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, on a roll. Hot teams right now. Braves are on a seven and zero run. And Teddy, you and I talk about this, and I'm a believer in it as well. Sort of like uh, when um, you know, riding ride the uh, through, um the red black um, at the roulette wheel. Ride the hot uh, color, right? If it's four times in a row red, don't be that jackass. Oh, right, it's got to be black. No, let it let it let it run itself out. It could come up red nine times in a row. Uh, Braves are hot right now. Pirates are cold right now. Um, as far as totals are concerned, too, guys, a baseball trend has been flying under the radar. Cincinnati Reds nine straight games to the under, Teddy. Yeah, I and mean, the Reds have been an under team all year. But you uh, never I, think I of them, them as an under team, right? Bad pitching, you figure, and oh, sandbox and hitters. But I it's the opposite. But good as any. I know.
7: Uh, but I, Joe, you, asked, you, you made a point a minute ago. I want to come back to it real quick because you said, well, now that the hockey and basketball are over, people are going to start betting baseball. I mm. haven't seen that. The people that bet baseball bet baseball, and the people that don't bet baseball. Yeah, I mean, do you think that that it's like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, there, there, there is, Teddy. There is. It's like, all right. No, in Las know. Vegas, there isn't. But, yeah, like, there's uh, – yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the same way, Teddy – Because
2: we, yeah. we get the questions – you know, we're already starting to get the questions about, so who's the hot teams? Like, who am I looking at?
1: Yeah, it's yeah, so in the same way, Teddy, that a lot of people in Toronto, I bitch about it earlier, they jumped on the Raptor wagon when the Leafs were out. You know what I mean? You let, you, come on. There's people at Bet sports that, because it's on TV, Teddy, and they don't have anything else.
7: Well, I wish them all the luck in the world. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it's either that or
2: talk to their wife. I wish I'd tell them Teddy. to I buy
1: mean, your package. <laughs> you better wish them luck. You get Teddy. You know, you know, that's the best. Come on, Teddy. You got to sell us. Haven't followed base. Know. I'll do it. I'm going to do the ad for you. All right. Right now. <laughs> we have music coming up. <laughs> have you been caught up in the NHL and the NBA playoffs? You haven't been keeping your eye on Major League Baseball. Don't worry. One of the best cappers in the business has for the last 20 years. Teddy covers has been winning and he's been crushing a diamond all year long. Hop on right now with the comfort of knowing Teddy has his work done. Teddy covers. Teddy.
5: (laughs) Great stuff,
3: Dave.
1: I appreciate it. (laughs)
11: 800 223 That's 800
1: All right, it's fitting. Iron Man. <laughs> We're just talking about uh, our guest coming up here. Iron Man spends time in the gym. Um, Paul Bovey is not soft like Jello or pudding, but uh, Bob in Vermont might be, as he likes those Shirley Temples and uh, Long Island iced teas. Uh, we'll bring Paul Bovey in it? in a second here, but I believe uh, I believe we have the new single now. Is it is it it's Jell-O pudding then? I'm the well,
2: yeah, I know. I they like the Jell-O. I served some Jell-O yesterday. <laughs> of course you did. But tomorrow,
3: today's pudding
6: day.
3: <laughs> today's pudding day.
9: You guys are funny. You guys are awesome. Yeah, this is good song. <laughs>
1: Look at Jell-O get some laughing. Oh, my God, this is good. <laughs> it's the first time I ever literally dropped It's Pudding Day. It's uh, the morning after the Toronto Raptors championship. We bring in Paul Povey, uh right now, who's actually been a fan of the city of Toronto and I know has backed the Toronto Raptors quite a bit over the past uh, couple of years. Hopefully he cashed, uh, cashed some props over this series. Paul Bovee, VegasInsider.com. Paul, always a pleasure. How you doing, Paul?
9: Always a pleasure, Gabe. How you doing, buddy? How, how's it going? It must be a great day for you, great night, and I hope you cash some tickets because I was trying to text you yesterday, and every text was bouncing yeah, back. Yeah, my
1: phone so was I'm I just know.
9: wondering if you paid your phone bill.
1: No, I didn't. I was out of money, actually, and I've been caught in between. I got back. I thought I had one of on my phones. Yeah, long story short, yeah, my phone will be on in a couple hours, Paul.
9: That's <laughs> good news, Gabe. Good news. I Get actually, there, that's how diehard I am.
1: Tickets. I actually took all the money I had and bet, and then I took the rest of the money I had and went to Toronto to the game. And we didn't win, Paul, but as you and I talked about, it's it's an experience I'll have. It was a crazy NBA Finals game, 106-105. And now I can look back and laugh at it and say I was part of the series now that we won even more so. And another thing that makes it a little better, Paul, is it was hurting me not being in Toronto last night and the celebration in the street and everything. But... At least I didn't miss out on a home win like nobody saw it, right? It kind of sucks I spent all that money going there for it, but nobody saw them win at home. It is what it is. And it goes to show how hard it is to win at home, man, with all that pressure.
9: It's just a great day for the city. This is a a 25-year franchise. It's been fraught with uh, some chaotic times, uh, success, and they've teeter on the edge of, of greatness. They've almost gotten over the hump several times in the last few years. But, you know, credit to uh, Masai because he was not willing to stand pat with that. He needed to go forward. He made the moves. He took a chance on a player uh, who, let's face it, dicey proposition, dicey signing, not likely to stay. And then those draft picks, uh, and and you sign Van Fleet as an undrafted uh, rookie, Pascal at number 27. Great moves Great uh, times for the city, and, you know, you got to uh, hats off to the organization, the fans, because they kept them there. Look, Vancouver Grizzlies, they defected, but uh, the the Raptors hung around, and, and you know, they, they got what they deserved.
1: Uh, thank you very much, uh, Paul Paul Bovee, uh with us. So, uh, Paul, I'm throwing the um, – look, I threw the odds out here last night, and I know Paul Paul's a very shrewd future player looking for value all the time. So I threw these numbers out here last night immediately after. These are courtesy of FanDuel in our backyard here. Milwaukee Bucks are actually NBA favorites right now, at plus 480. Golden State Warriors are plus 600. Toronto Raptors plus 600. Houston Rockets plus 850. The L.A. Lakers plus 850. Philadelphia 11 to 1. They were actually 12 to 1 last night. Denver's 14. Boston 16. Clippers are 16. Now, where's the Knicks? Is the Knicks were getting a lot of love of before uh they were like sixteen to one because of you know, maybe K D and Kyrie. Now twenty five to one. Have you looking at a, a long shot? Is there like a, a team do you think, you know what, free agency can come into place for these guys and they can be dangerous? Help the Brooklyn Nets are twenty four to one. Any initial take on somebody's early numbers, or do you think there's a, a sleeper waiting to happen? What are the spurs? You know, Gabe, these these
9: Spurs These are Joe? so difficult to bet. They, they they really are. And it's, it's
1: not something I'm going to look at. I basically, I don't want to hang down. out our money 65 to one Joe. Pretty nice number to be honest. There you go. There's the value. <laughs> I think You're right. <laughs> They're one player away. That team. Yep. From being a contender. I mean, with the Rosen and Aldridge. No, I know I'm not letting them hold my money for the next 12 months in a day here, Paul. But um, I just found it interesting that like the books, they have the Lakers a 850. Why?
2: Yeah, because the old Golden State, Paul. Paul, why Golden State at that six to one? Are we missing something here? It's it's pedigree, Joe. Uh, yeah.
9: people will always hang on to history. And the Warriors are now noted as one of the a great franchise, at least in the present day, because of what they've accomplished over the last five years. So they're definitely gonna generate some interest. There's a prop up there right now. Will the Lakers win a championship? in the next, I think it's two or three years. And I, I I think you're getting, uh, you got to lay 450 on the no or five to one. And and that would seem to be a a great deal. But of course you're actually letting them hold on to your money. And there's a time value of, of money. Uh, If you have the money and, you, you you want to tie it up? I, I think there's great value in that. But as far as these futures go, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody does. And if you want to take a flyer for a couple hundred dollars, nothing wrong with that. But to throw serious money down on these right now, I, I don't think it's it's fool's gold.
1: You're playing a free agency game. I, I agree uh, with Paul Bovey. Paul Bovey, Vegas, dot uh, with his great NBA capper, NFL uh, horseman. So, Paul, what do you do now? Uh, and uh, we'll talk, I want to get uh, throw that bill pick out there for people, just give a little taste of football. Very excited about the Buffalo Bills uh, coming into this year. But how much do you bet baseball? Um, do, do you, you don't do NBA Summer League, right? I actually do bet the NBA Summer League just because I'm a degenerate, and uh, that's only three weeks away. We have NBA draft props coming up, but what does Paul Bovi, the gambler, do now for the next couple of months leading into the NFL? Prepare for the NFL and bet the ponies? Or uh, what do, how do you approach this? Any WNBA action for you? I don't know. The gambler may become the philanderer because for the <laughs> oh. next
9: two months, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna chill out. I'm gonna, uh, you know, get gear up on some football and come, come out running, come out sprinting out of the gate because last year, uh, NFL college football, I, I came out of the blocks a little bit slow. And, uh, you know, made up for it later in the season. But I don't want that to happen this year. There's a lot of value in college football at the beginning of the year, um, you know, as these teams take hold. And, you know, I'm going to have a successful year. It's going to be a great one. Uh, the bowl season last year was phenomenal. But for the next two months, I'm just going to chill out.
2: Uh, Paul,
9: Bovey well,
2: Hey Paul, do you ever uh, you ever take uh, over to London? Go with the Royal Ascot that's coming up. I know you love the ponies, man. You ever dive into that?
9: No, I'm I'm a fan of New York tracks, and and you know I like Gulfstream. I'm not much for California tracks. I think racing over in uh, SoCal has deteriorated. And, they got to shut that know, track down horses. right now. Something,
1: man. It's, it's out of control. How many horses something. are going to die before they do something?
9: A hundred? Well, they're going to have to do something. Twenty-nine horses have perished uh, since the the beginning of the year, and that's, that's just unacceptable. And they've lost a lot of handle. They've lost a lot of interest. And there's no reason for that because the weather conditions are just so very favorable in SoCal they should be enjoying a great meet and a very vibrant racing atmosphere, and they just don't have that.
2: Uh, are they keeping the Breeders' Cup there, Paul? Did they make the announcement, or are they going to move it to Churchill?
9: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't and think That's, they made that's the always
1: a great day. Wow, well, yeah. Joe, with all these horses yeah. dying, They're not looking I good know. for well, the Stronach Group.
2: Yeah, the California racing, uh, you know, so it was like, yeah, we got to make a decision here because we're moving it to Churchill. We got to do it now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Stronach owns, uh, they own Santa Anita and, and the Preakness, yep. but they don't own Churchill, right? So. Right, and, exactly. you know, something's got to be done here. I mean, Belinda Stronic's saying, oh, we've learned a lot this summer. No, you've learned a lot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. went from 17 to 23 to 25, like two died in one day the other day. Like, it's, if, like if, if it's not close to, nobody cares at this point. Like, yep. I love horses. I love the sport, but it's an embarrassment, and it actually sickens me. Like, it's, it's disgusting at this point. Uh, um, on a lighter note, with the Raptors winning, people are telling me, uh, Paul, wow, now we get the Bills. Let's get that Super Bowl. And I'm thinking, I don't know about a Super Bowl, but let's get that win total over six and a half. But it's popping up at seven in a lot of spots. Paul got it already at a nice number at six and a half. He hammered it. I'm looking at FanDuel uh, right now. They got six and a half, but it's minus 170 to the over. I'm telling you, Buffalo Bills, man, six and a half. Um, Great play this year, I believe. And, uh, Paul, you crushed this one already. Yeah, I think Josh
9: Allen is really flying under the radar because of Baker Mayfield because he's uh, garnered all the attention. But I, I like Josh. I think he had a great, great year. And his receivers didn't help him out at all. And they, they have some uh, made some acquisitions in the offseason uh, defensively as well. And I, I think the Bills are going to have a, a super year. And they're in a division where I honestly feel they can win every single game, perhaps with the exception of the Patriots on the road. But they mm. played the Patriots pretty good last year head-to-head. One of the games, uh, Derek Anderson was the culprit for yep, yep. a few picks, uh, and, it, and it was a close game for quite some time and, until the wheels came off in the fourth quarter. But they're in a division uh, amongst the Jets and the Dolphins where they can definitely win. All those games are winnable. And mm-hmm. then they play the NFC East. I, I believe they open with the Giants. And the uh, Buffalo Bills, <laughs> six and a half wins. It should be easy money. Love
2: it.
1: Paul Bovey, VegasInsider.com. Thanks for the time, Paul Bovey. Coach Nick will join us next
3: andro400.com Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or
4: financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to moneynow 100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to Money Computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's money now, the number 100com
2: Full-time fantasy.
3: Adam Ronas was debating between Jordan Thomas, Ian Thomas, Traquan Smith, and Muhammad Sanu, and Benny Snell. What did you end up taking, Ronas?
13: I end up going Ian Thomas, and I know he's the backup right now to Greg Olson, but Olson's getting older. He's had these injuries. I'm just not sure if he could stay healthy. Ian Thomas was really impressive. He was one of the better tight ends down the stretch of the season. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy
0: Sports
2: Network and on your popular podcast providers. Put your money where your mouth is, guys. Take a shot. Sports wagering. FanDuel, Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Get yourself a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Point spreads, totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college or pro sports, you're in control. Let's say you wanted to take, oh, I don't know, the Michigan Wolverines plus 120 against Texas Tech in the College World Series tomorrow, like I did. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open that account. Claim your free wager of up to $500 today, Gabe. What did he just realize? Michigan's in the College World Series. What I'm doing? Uh,
1: thank you very much. Uh, what happened to me is I don't know why. Like there's some sort of weird my mic on off. Like if they're doing this, I asked earlier. I didn't ask actually. I sort of yelled yesterday and said, "Stop messing with my mic, guys." Like, are you are you there, Sean? Actually, uh, oh, we have Coach Nick. I, I'm not gonna pull a uh, I'm not gonna pull a Casey uh, Casey Kasem here right now. But for the love it's of God, guys, for- like. It's a little frustrating, like, what happened? Like, how many times has happened this week, Joe? Exactly. You know one of my problems is not talking, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. if you hear me, if I'm not here, it means, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought he's like, oh, crap, I got to go bet Michigan. They're in no, the no, I know. Security. I know. Go blue. Go blue. Let's bring in Coach Nick right now. Coach Nick, who I hope doesn't tell me, oh, no, Gabe, you're lucky that Kevin Durant wasn't there because this series. Mm. Let's see what Coach Nick has to say about the synopsis and the autopsy. Coach, God bless you, except yeah. you know what? There's a new Coach Nick in town right now. I'm not – I saw you on Twitter. People are like, Coach, you can't be Coach Nick now. You can He's double N. You're still Coach. You're Coach Nick. But until you have, like, a hat like he does, N on his hat – you know, he's he's Coach Nick Nurse, but how you doing, Coach Nick? Good morning.
10: Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. I feel like I, you know, if like you break up with a long-term girlfriend and you kind of take a shower that next morning and wake up looking at the world in a new way, <laughs> That's like what it feels like today. <laughs> it's a new era. A new era right now. So what did you think of the series? And,
1: um, you know, so, yeah, what, for a nice simple question, what did you think of the series and what was the winners and the losers? What was the differences in this?
10: Well, I'm not going to be a troll and say a big asterisk deserves to be on this series because of all the injuries, because without question, the Raptors deserve to win game six. They played much better than the Warriors, even though they almost stole it anyway at the end um so i gotta tell you like you know siakam has to be the guy on the path now in that sort of scotty pippen trajectory i think uh Mm. and and maybe ultimately he's gonna shoot more volume and better threes do you think like some
1: people through siakam is a potential future sort of star max player type of player do you see him that or is he a sidekick more than a go-to guy
10: no i see him as that certainly that that looks like that could be in his path he started playing the game late as far as i remember right he hasn't been playing since yeah, so this is like he's just he's barely catching up now.
1: And still a pretty thin like, coach like, too, right? He, he can, can get... bulk up a bit and like a lot of stuff he can do.
10: Yeah, although be careful, like you know, Kevin Durant's body is probably like the the ideal these days, not like yeah. Blake Griffin. So he doesn't need you know too much, but certainly core strength and flexibility, explosion, all those things will help. Uh, but he he that his trajectory is going to be superstar as far as I can tell.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, wasn't there enough things uh, on both sides? I mean, and it's amazing because it's either you, you can't be happy for all parties involved. You got to bash one side or the other and asterisks and everything. But the truth is probably one of the most entertaining, not only from what we saw on the court, but off the court and the headlines and everything else. But, you know, once a champion, always a champion. Golden State, the the never die attitude with them was certainly inspiring. And at the same time. You know, Toronto has always been told they can't do it, they can't get there, and they managed to do it. It really is a fascinating series. You know, in a couple of weeks, we'll look back, and there's a lot to take away from what we just witnessed here over the last month.
10: Yeah, and you know what I took away over the last, like, week or so is that I think that Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA. And honestly, one of the reasons why I came to that conclusion when I was looking at the footage is, like, he gets away with so many travel calls now that that stat is only <laughs> reserved for the best, <laughs> best, the best players. <laughs> so, you know, and I think he's better than LeBron now. I think he's better. Certainly KD, he's going to be off the shelf, uh, on the shelf for another uh, year. Uh, so I, you got to put him now as number one in the NBA, and that's what this is doing. And now the only question is, what is he going to, what home is he going to a- after this? I think he
1: signs like a two, three-year deal, maybe two years with the Raptors. I think it's hard to leave now. After winning, I could be wrong. Um, How about Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet? Um, Fred Van Fleet did not have a good year this year. And the Raptors always had this big belief in Fred Van Fleet. Uh, Dwayne Casey did, and it sort of carried over into with Coach Nick Nurse. The fact is, he was 3-for-24 from three-point land in the uh, the first two playoff series. The Raptors had all but given up on him. His plus minuses were like minus 18. Coach, it, it was ugly. There was a few playoff games. There was one. I think he might have played three minutes. It was like near write-off. That well, you know, this kid. Um, I guess it was a little flash in the pan, and he ate some minutes up for us. But we have to move forward. And I don't know what the hell happened. I mean, he said that it's because he had a kid. Uh, his his girlfriend had a baby, and he said he just said, you know what? Let me just go have fun and play basketball. It's not, you know, this is what my life is about, this baby now. What do you make of this? And how about Kyle Lowry, who's been so criticized, Coach, over the years, but has done so many little things, taken charges, and and I never thought he's gotten a credit that he deserves for being an elite point guard, actually. So talk to me about the point guards here at Van Fleet and, uh, and, uh, and Lowry, if you can, from a coaching perspective.
10: For sure. Well, the frustrating thing about when you when you see Van Vliet's career arc is that he's the guy they're going to ignore and assume he's too slow. He can't play. He's not going to play defense in the NBA. How could he ever do it? I've been a fan of his since Wichita State because he just knows how to make plays, and he's tough as nails. This guy, nothing ruffles him. Um, here's the thing. I, I think I might have joked about this on your show before, but— You know, the the birth of his child caused him to shoot with better arc on his threes. That's all I saw. It literally was a mechanical thing he did that unlocked the the three-point shooting from him. So, you know, I know it's a nice story that he, like, his kid was born and he started making shots again. But to me, it was a simple thing. He probably got in the gym and, like, just remembered, oh, I like to shoot a little higher arc, and then all of a sudden it was going in. Uh, but listen, the guy is, they needed him. He played amazingly in the series and came up big for them time and time again. Uh, he definitely is a successor to Lowry. He could easily take that role as Lowry starts to fade out as he gets older. Uh, and then Lowry has been the key. I, I, is If he doesn't play well, they really don't have much of a shot to win uh, any of these series and any of these playoffs uh, games. And he really didn't play well for some of these games. And then I mean, some games, day, you're right. His aggression last yeah. night off the top coach is a big difference to me. Just the oh, yeah. fact that he showed,
1: you know what, I'm I'm not just going to be a spectator in this game. I'm going to put my name on it, whether I missed the shot, hit the shot. And scoring the first eight points of the game, I thought was a big spark.
10: Sure. Well, he had 21 points or something like that in the first half. And then he really was sort of quiet in the second half and didn't do a lot. But he definitely did trouble. A great job. To, to, what's that? Foul trouble? Yeah. Yeah. That, he was a, he, he,
1: was foul, he brought it upon year, though. himself, though. I mean, so let me ask yeah, you to. So let me listen. I want to ask you, Coach. Yeah. Worst, you know, referees. Am I crazy? Is Ed Malloy the worst referee in the league?
10: I, he is not the worst. Believe me, there are other no? ones who are really make me cringe. I actually don't mind Ed. He has a funny way of making calls. Maybe that makes him stand out more. But um, he, I think he's, I think he gets it more than other referees as far as flow and what needs to be called. In far, as far as advantage, disadvantage. advantage.
1: Scott uh, Foster.
10: I, Foster is up there. Tony Brothers is up there. Um, I think Kane Fitzgerald like really good. Mark Davis. Mark Davis did a great job, I thought. Um, he he frustrates me, and the biggest thing it's one of my big pet fees is that he'll wait for the shot to miss before calling a foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did it again last night, at least once. It just drives me nuts. He, he's not, he's not on the, on the, you know, uh, at the same level as the other guys you mentioned. But, uh, yeah, no, Ed Malloy does. I think he deserves to be in the, uh, in the finals refereeing without question.
1: I should note, I like Mark Davis, Joe. Uh, Trotter Raptors finished the season with a 10-0 record with Mark Davis is ref. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with
2: that, man. Nothing wrong with that at all. Coach, what do you do um, as far as looking ahead to the future now? Siakam's available for an extension. If Kawhi goes, I got to assume they'll throw the house at him. If Kawhi stays, you know, they, they'll try to figure something out. But then what do you do with Marcus Hull? He opts into that uh, that $26 million player option. What, what does this team look like next year?
10: I think it looks pretty similar if they can keep Kawhi, but you know, the, all of a sudden the East is really tough, maybe even mm. tougher than the West because the Warriors are decimated, they're not gonna get clay back if they're lucky that next year. They're not, you know, KD, whatever happens to him, he's gone anyway uh, for the, the whole next year. So all of a sudden, you know, Houston's not as good as maybe they were, the, you know, maybe Denver f- makes a step. So all of a sudden, you're talking about, you know, um, Brooklyn, you're talking about, um, uh, let's see, Milwaukee, Philly. These teams mm-hmm. are all good, and they're gonna make it much, difficult, much more difficult for the Raptors. But we've seen this before, when the Raptors, like, or a team breaks through, like the 91 Bulls, for instance, the 92, that Next year, they like have the glow and win sixty-five games and destroy everybody in playoffs as they really believe how good they are. And if Siakam improves like that, then yeah, I, I've seen this the script before and I could easily see that happening again for the Raptors.
1: And one thing that Messiah Jury has shown, I mean, the guy fired the coach of the year, traded away the heart and soul in DeMar DeRozan. He's very aggressive and won't stand pat with this roster even. You know, there's a lot of question marks out there. Gasol has a player option. He gets $25 million. You know he's going to take mm-hmm. it. So he's going to come back. You got to wonder about Ibaka's motivation a little bit now that he won. And he was kind of hit or miss. And then you got Kyle Lowry. The way that he plays, he's not getting any younger. You know, I think Masai has some work to do, actually, sort of tweaking this. If like, if you look at pure young talent on the Raptors, all right, you've got Siakam. Um uh, and was forgotten about because he was injured, but uh, OGs are a good player. You got Kawhi Jeremy Leonard. <laughs> J- J- Van Fleet. Van Fleet. I'm going to Kim. Well, yeah, Jeremy Lin. People were like, there's <laughs> a picture last night coaching Joe on Twitter, and it was like a card, and there's a picture of Melo and Lin, and Nick, you know, it said, you know, pre-severed years in the league and ridicule of
10: never winning a title. Finally,
1: he gets it. Jeremy Lin is an NBA champion. <laughs> That's great.
10: Yeah, you cannot take it that away from him.
1: I'm about Patrick McCaw, three, 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 in a, three in a row now, coach?
10: Yeah. Yeah, that's, there's a great tweet by Rob Perez out there. That, you know, he has never not won a title, uh, so he must be. <laughs> <favorite>. <laughs> He's got to be pretty good. <laughs> and, and one thing I want to say that's lost in all of
1: this, and we got to get out of here in a minute, is Andre Ugudala. Holy crap, what a stud this guy is. I, don't tell me this guy's not a Hall of Famer.
10: Oh, you know, I don't even know what Hall of Fame credentials are <laughs> anymore, and who who gets and who doesn't. I, you know, he has a Finals MVP. Uh, he, I don't know if he gets in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's got the numbers overall uh, to do it. Uh, Is Kyle Lowry a Hall of Famer? No, I don't think so.
1: That's been a debate if he got the ring. Five-time All-Star, oh, NBA he? champion. Oh, has he got five, five All-Stars? Yeah, Olympic gold medalist.
10: <sighs> I don't Pretty know. Pretty nice man. resume. I got a criteria, like, when I go to a game and I walk out of there on the way to the parking lot and I say, man, I, I just know. saw a Hall of Famer. I like, know. That's my criteria. Uh, it's
1: kind of loose, the Basketball Hall, Hall of Fame, Hall. a little bit, isn't it, though, Coach? Let's just be real.
10: What? Say it again?
1: It's kind of loose, the Basketball Hall of Fame, isn't it?
10: Yeah, and I, I'm not the best guy to answer, because when Gary Payton got in, I kind of was, like, I shrugged a little bit, and... uh <laughs> that, that didn't go over well. Yeah, yeah now
1: we got to let you go, Coach. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm
10: sorry. Yeah, the
1: glove. Come, say, come yeah. on, baby. The glove.
10: Have that whole team traded? <sighs> well, you don't
1: respect cast, defense, man. Nick. What's going on here?
10: Uh, Sean Kemp. That was the Hall of Famer on that team. When again, walking away from those games. I, that's what I was saying. Not not Gary Payton. It was Sean Sean Kemp who was the guy who you know should have been the Hall of Fame. But anyway, I don't As know. How's Demar You're right, Derozan me, this morning,
2: there, Coach. How's Demar day. doing?
1: Coach Nick, thank you very much. PballBreakdown.com. You got it? I'm in. All right, we're done.
10: We're out. You think they send them a T-shirt at least tomorrow? Mind over matter, no
1: matter over mind. I'm Other than that, you're on your own.
11: That's 800-570-9631.
3: Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400.
9: I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48, and when I went back,
0: Morning after on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: The Golden State uh, Warriors um, have gone from dub dynasty to dub question marks uh, right now as they move uh, to San Francisco. Uh, Kevin Durant's status as a uh, as a player and as a warrior is unknown right now. Klay Thompson uh, kills himself last night uh, for this basketball team, and I don't know why they let him back in uh, the game to shoot the free throws and be running around the tunnel and stuff like that. If he had a uh, torn ACL or MCL and all this other crap, why is he running up and down the tunnel? Um, there's a lot of question marks, and, you know, we'll get to all of that. But honestly... It seems to me that the Golden State Warriors were nearly flat-out freaking negligent, actually, throughout this uh, this playoffs. You guys have already won a million times, man. You know, not only – so you got all desperate. You sort of forced and put, like, little, you know, that pressure, the unwritten stuff, and don't tell me, oh, no, KD wanted to come back. I'm sure he wanted to come back, yeah. Um, you guys, you know, you could have just said, listen, it's not meant to be this year. It is what it is, but now – I don't know. You, could, you know, KD might not even be a warrior. Clay Thompson might not play next year. And, uh, and what Boogie cousins, ain't playing for five yet Like seriously, it's going to be quick. Quinn cook and Steph with Stephon Curry. And you guys going to be charging like five times the prices that you were in Oakland now in San Francisco. Oh, wow. Man, the NBA has really been turned upside down, man. And on its head. And even as I sit here, and a Kawhi Leonard Raptor jersey. There's no damn guarantee that Kawhi Leonard is going to be a Raptor in two weeks from now. No guarantees. Uh, the NBA is there's, um, you know, the NBA has always been the most drama-driven and gossipish type of league. But holy crap, get your popcorn out, people, over the next couple of weeks because it's going down. Uh, but Joe, I just sent you a video here. First time I'm seeing this right now. Uh, I guess this post was posted at 2:39, 2:39 uh, uh, Pacific time.